Hi, this is Tamsin McDonough. You're listening to the Quad, a Killjoy's podcast. You're listening to The Quad, a Killjoys podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Annie. We're talking about the 10th episode of Killjoys Season 4, Spormageddon, the finale already. And while we will talk about anything and everything from this episode, there won't be any spoilers for future episodes because we gotta wait till Season (gasps) 5. I know, but they did did air a Season 5 teaser trailer thing. I know, and I was like... Right at the end, but blown away by the end of the episode. I was like, wait, what? What? Cannot process. So I can't talk about it anyway. Good, so- <laughs> because we will try not to talk about anything yeah. for those who have not and do not want to see that trailer. Okay, let's get started with our reviews. This show is so bonkers, and I wish more shows would try to be bonkers in a similar way. <laughs> Because it feels to me like there is a specific goal in the writer's room to think about things differently, and I really appreciate it. Because there is stuff in here that I'm like, how would I even try to explain this to someone who does not watch this show? Uh-huh. I don't know how you would. <laughs> I can't even explain it to myself when I watch the show. I spend a lot of time thinking about the the odd and amazing twists and turns this show takes. Anyway, I do have mixed feelings about revisiting characters' low points, which I suppose is ultimately the point in in this episode. It's just that I always get mad about bringing back dead characters to make the protagonists and also the audiences sad, because it's just such a blatant emotional manipulation. But, like, that is the point, you know? That's what is happening within the context of the episode. And... Partially because of that, there were some interesting thoughts about grief, especially from Pre, which, I mean, I I appreciate that, that they're sort of addressing it, at least. On a happier note, it was really good to see Anila with Team Awesome Force, because they've got an uneasy alliance going, but I didn't think it would go as well as it did, because I thought it might be pretty bad, but it seems like this might actually be okay in the future at some point. I feel like co-parenting is like definitely on the table, <laughs> which is good. I feel like they all want to be there for Jack, so it might it might be feasible. And finally, it has been a few days since this episode aired as of this recording, and I still don't know how to feel about the end of the episode. There are definitely some interesting avenues to explore, But I hope they don't spend too much time with it. I want resolution for the story we've been watching for the last four seasons, and not the last four minutes. But that's that's me, personally. Annie, what did you think of the episode? Well, I have to admit, I've been busy during the weekend, so I only just finished watching it today. And this episode was such a mind frack, so my my mind is still like, what? What happened? I'm... I'm shocked. I'm stunned. I'm what? So it, maybe I, we can still, talk it through then. We since I your, need to process. Your thoughts are so fresh. I mean, yeah. I it's not just because I'm a lesbian, but I really need to process right now. <laughs> so <laughs> I find it 
interesting that I know some, we've had some comments from listeners how we still never see the true face of the lady. But I think especially in this episode, I was kind of expecting it. It's like, that's what she's good at. She's going to torture her team Awesome Force and Anila with all these different faces that are familiar to them throughout their history. And so I actually thought it was pretty fascinating to see, like, Potter and Banyan back. I kind of expected Potter to pop up. So um, to see just the whole, wet, you know, breadth of the series that the lady will just pull everything from to use everybody's memories against him. So by the time the episode wrapped up, as per usual, I'm worried about everybody. Well, maybe except everybody except the lady, but about the the good guys. I'm really worried about Anila, left in the green. Is she still alive? Did she disintegrate? What, what What's going on? And as for the alternate universe or new reality that we ended up in, I knew it was different when I'm like, the camera pans up and I'm like, why are Johnny and Dutch half-naked in bed together in a non-platonic relationship? I kind of like it, but it's kind of weird. But I kind of like it, so I couldn't decide. So <laughs> Because they are two very attractive people. But I thought it was interesting that they're in comparatively boring domestic bliss compared to being killjoys. But there's no Jacoby brothers anymore? What happened to Jack? And why are the villains, they always end up in a creepy-looking kid. So... But yeah, that didn't surprise me that it was kind of a fake out and a red herring at the end when it was revealed that Anila was still in the green and the lady got out. I was like, I knew it. Dang it. So how freaking long are we going to have to wait till next season to see where this crazy ride goes next? I don't know. I mean, I personally, hopefully, I don't think they'll spend too much time in this new universe. I don't think Killjoys is the type of show that would drag it out. I don't know. What do you think, Chris? I feel like that's going to be true, yeah. Because this has always been the way of things the past few seasons is, okay, we would lose a member of the team somewhere, they would go off on their own. And we'd worry about, oh no, they're off on their own. When will the team reunite? And the answer has pretty much always been like within within a couple episodes. So... Yeah. But I think this past season was the longest it had taken and Dutch showed up at the end of season or end of episode two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I'm hoping things will go back to relatively normal, at least that quickly. <laughs> well, it's kind of like this is a sci-fi genre trope where we've got an alternate universe and, you know, all the characters that we know or in a different mind space, or whatever, or everything we know is, like, gone, or changed in some way. But then you know how, like, the next episode will come up, and the characters will be like, something is missing, something is familiar, or they see something, or something's a visual cue to go, wait a minute, this isn't the real world. So, perhaps stuff like that will happen. Right. That this is essentially a what-if. Mm-hmm. And... Believe me, I'm actually really into this whole idea of what ifs and, you know, AU type stuff, which I mean, I don't think this is technically an alternate universe, but you know, like, Mm -hmm. what if things were different? And I feel like that would be a cool thing to explore, but briefly. (laughs) Yeah. I just don't want it to drag on through season five our final season which yeah i don't think it will but no you know it has me maybe a little concerned well it's 
you know, the lady is still the main villain here. It's not like she got vanquished and defeated. I wasn't expecting her to at the end of season four. So, right. But this new reality that we're seeing, is it like, did the lady come into the real world through the green and like reform the reality around her? Or is it all in someone's head or, uh, you know, what's going on? Well, I mean, the premise as laid out is that she can control memories. Yeah. So she has basically reset everyone to this is what reality is now. Mm-hmm. She wiped out the past stuff and planted this new stuff. And so the idea here being like the big idea that if you can control people's memories, you can control their reality. And that's her ultimate goal is just to, because, you know, again, she repeats that line. Well, I'll just, you know, take control of everybody. Is that what she wants to do? Just control everybody's memories and minds and get a power trip off it? The thing was that she wanted to exist in the real world again. Yeah. Right? And they were trying to stop her because she wanted to control everybody. Or she had been controlling everybody. Well, it looks like now that she's back to doing that. At least for... Right, but I mean, the the whole idea was they were trying so hard to stop her that she kind of warped reality such that that's not happening now. Yeah. Because they don't know that that's a thing that they need to do. Mm -hmm. Though, again, I suspect there will be something happening where Mm -hmm. they'll go, wait, (laughs) Yeah, there was something else happening here. Again, why does the villain always have to be in a creepy-looking poltergeist-type kid? She could have chosen anybody, like a really hot lady, if she is the lady. You know what I mean. It's like, so I'm like, huh, I would have chosen a different body. So that's just me. But again, if your goal is to avoid being hunted down. That's a good point. Don't you think it would be safer to be in the body of presumably an innocent child? True, true. But speaking of bodies, who's in whose body? Is Dutch in Anila's body, or is... <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That was a question I had, was, okay, so they switched bodies, but I don't know that they switched back. It's not It's not important, really. It didn't... It's just a question I had. <laughs> I don't know. She looked like regular Dutch to me, but... I mean, and if everything is but kind of reset... how can you tell? I don't know. It's the hair color. So... <laughs> I don't they know. have the same hair color. Oh, that's true. I, I don't know. I just... <laughs> Although I, I was so confused when <laughs> Dutch and Anila first encountered each other in the green and they're talking over the box that Klein left behind. And mm-hmm. I'm like, and the camera, you know, and the camera's like going on, you know, Anila's coverage and then Dutch's coverage. But, you know, it's two different versions of Hannah John Common playing the same two different characters. And I'm like, I'm so confused. Who is who? I have to remember. Why? Who. Really? Well, no, no, no. It just took me a minute to to kind of go, okay, who is what hairstyle? And, you know, I don't know. It just was, uh, you know me, I get easily confused. But that was just. But their physicality is so different now. I know, I know. But. And voices. Their voices are so different. But I don't know. Just that scene in particular. I was just like, wow. It's still just such a mind trip to me to see Hannah John come and play both. So She's very good. I appreciate it. Yeah. Since we're talking about hair 
in the green, I have a question. This yeah. is a weird nitpicky question. How come the Jacoby brothers didn't have their hair color change? <laughs> because it just looks so good. And maybe they ran out of platinum blonde wigs. I don't know. But I recognize it would be harder to put a wig on them because their hair is really short. But I don't know. I just. Yeah, but they did it in the previous episode when Dav went on that, you know, when he went on that mission with with Dutch. Yes, but and that we, was that was long hair. I know, but I just thought, oh my god, that I, I just don't know if I like that look. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to like that look. Yeah. <sighs> but maybe they just decided, okay, we're not going to do wigs for the finale after that. Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying. It was a thing that didn't occur to me when I was watching it the first time, but the second time I was watching it, I was like, wait, we saw Klein's hair was dark. Dutch and Anila's hair has gone blonde. I feel like their hair should have also changed color, right? Well, you know, it was, as we see, they kind of exert their control over the green, or at least Dav does. And he's just like, I don't want to change my hair. I want to go get guns. By the way, that scene was awesome where they were rearming up. <laughs> so, <sighs> but I did think that was fascinating as the episode went on, how they kind of all learned to manipulate the green so that they could get the spores and everything. So that was really, really cool. I liked that. Yeah. That Johnny even has that line about, you know, well, this is just a system and systems were meant to be hacked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so very, very matrixy like, type scenes there. Right. And, I mean, other things have done this same concept before, where you're essentially going into memories or or mm -hmm. whatever, where your mind is essentially controlling reality. Yeah. And I always wonder, well, if this isn't real in the same way, why don't people do stuff like fly around and whatever? <laughs> so point. I like that they're sort of taking advantage of this premise and... And that the characters are acknowledging, well, okay, this is the way it's going, so here's what we can do. Yeah. Speaking of, really this premise of having characters go into memories is, I'd say, a pretty common sci-fi trope, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think most sci-fi shows at some point have done a thing where they go into either their own memories or somebody else's memories or... And time is always manipulated, and yeah, it's not... It's not reality, so we can conjure stuff out of thin air, like really cool rocket launchers. But, but I mean, in other shows, it's often in, in this premise of like, okay, I am seeing what this other person remembers, mm -hmm. or seeing something in my own memory, or whatever, but it's not necessarily a thing you can interact with. Yeah. So I like that Killjoys is doing this pretty common thing, a common sci-fi thing, in a way I can't remember ever seeing before. Mm -hmm. Like, this is pretty cool. Well, it's such a different way of the whole concept of the green, like Anila was explaining it. It's such a different way of using the memory trope to just, again, create this whole reality slash alternate reality that is can be manipulated in so many different ways that I haven't seen on other shows. Mm -hmm. Well, because like it's, it's not quite another dimension or anything, but like everything is still, everything is still real. Mm -hmm. Is the thing that is different from other shows. Yeah, but 
it's interesting because usually in shows, the characters seem to be going through memories and they don't have a lot of control. They're just like seeing stuff happen and they can't, you know, control when the day resets or whatever. But, you know, in this world, they can manipulate the green to how they want to, you know, to conjure up what they want, but they have to learn how to do it. So it's not something that happens automatically. But when it does, it's pretty fascinating. So I love the reference to Davin's poo face throughout the episode. Because <laughs> that was a shocker when he goes, you know, when he uses his thing against the green, it goes enough. And I'm like, wow, that was quite a poo face. It was just an unexpected moment. So I thought that was neat how he's stopped the whole battle at that point. It was a good moment. I, I wouldn't call it a poo face moment, but yeah. Okay. Speaking of all of this, I did think it was lucky that Dutch apparently has the same aptitude with the green that Anila has. Because aside from coming out of the green on her own to save Johnny, well, I guess technically to save Davin, like, I don't think she's ever done any of that stuff before. And so mm -hmm. Anila's plan kind of hinged on Dutch figuring that out in order to conjure up the spore yeah. and to get herself and the Jacoby brothers out of the green space. So, good job, Dutch. But, yeah. man, that was lucky. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, but I don't know if Anila counted on still being left behind with the lady getting out, so. Oh, for sure she didn't. Yeah. But Although I do have a moment, I, like, watching it, I'm kind of like, Dutch, there is only one person there. Why would you not check <laughs> to make sure that's the right person? That's you true. know that the lady can change Form. We're in the green still. It's disintegrating around us, but still. Check your six. I mean, granted, there is not really time. Yeah. Time to be wasting, but still. Come on. Come yeah. on, Dutch. I knew when the camera panned over and it revealed Anila, I was like, I knew it. I knew it. God dang it. <laughs> Friggin' lady, she yeah. got out anyway. I do suspect that they will find a way to free Anila in mm -hmm. season five. Yeah, because I, I want, hope so. What, what, because what happens to the Green Queens? I want a happy ending with the Green Queens. I so. know. And I feel like we could genuinely reform Anila, right? Really? Huh. Don't don't you think that? Yeah, I think it's leaning that way, but she's got a lot of work to do. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I'm, you know, she is by no means innocent, mm -hmm. but... They did talk in this episode about the lady manipulating Anila. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like this chance at having, like, a more normal existence and having a family really seemed to appeal to her. Mm hmm I think things could be good in the yeah. future. Slash well, hope. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how the lady was able to manipulate her, was through that key word and well but did the lady actually manipulate her i yeah i don't know <laughs> still managed to escape in the end so i'm like Ugh. yeah well yeah but the way i was reading that and i will say i did read an interview with adam barkin that the tv junkies did mm -hmm. and he did talk about how she didn't really fall for what the lady was was telling her oh yeah that that i she just kind of realized yeah. that they weren't going to win unless they came up with a new plan so mm -hmm. 
basically Anila was kind of playing along to keep her distracted while Dutch could get the spore. Conjure, conjure the spore, yeah. Shall we talk about the ending? Oh, the ending. I did love the, uh, you know, you know when they do that kind of weird sepia kind of color gradient to hint, yes, we're in a different world. I was like, oh, but I like the cinematography. But I did think... It was. It was very warm tone. Yeah. Very... Which was a nice contrast with the green tones, Mm -hmm. like the gray-green tones of the green space. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was, uh, again, to me, almost, like, amusing just to see Johnny and Dutch living a regular life. Uh, Apparently they have kids, so... Do do they? I don't know. Well, they refer to the boys, and I'm like, do they have kids? Or then when Johnny passed Garrett, I was like, oh, or does he mean, like, just Bud's, his friends? I don't know. Yeah, that, so, that's what it sounded like to me. Okay, because I was like, do they have kids? That'd be interesting. I don't think so. But um, I do think it's amusing how everybody's in these, like, factory issue uniforms, and I'm like, huh. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, actually, I noticed in rewatching, there's a scene earlier in the episode where, you know, Garrett comes across the the kid who is like, you know, you need to help my mom. Mm-hmm. In that scene, there are guys in jumpsuits walking, ah, walking okay. down that street. Yeah. I think the jumpsuits are a little bit different, but mm-hmm. it's still a bunch of guys in jumpsuits. Yeah. Actually, can we go back to talking about the the color tone for a second? Yeah, sure. Because I was thinking about this after you said it, because you're right. It is a very warm tone that they open on. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, it is warm. It's warm and it feels safe. (laughs) And then you're like, oh, no, something is wrong. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I know. After that initial feeling of of safety and they're all like snuggled up in bed. (laughs) Well, even that is like... This is weird. Wait a minute. It's the wrong people. No, it's weird, up. but it feels safe, right? Yeah, like, it does. Because we see Dutch curled up with her head nestled on a chest. Oh. And it's like, ah, oh, it's warm and safety and comfort. And then, oh no, something is very wrong. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know that I necessarily feel this is bad. Because, you know, Johnny and Dutch love each other. They don't love each other in this way that we have seen. <laughs> Well, I, I do think it's for any of the viewers who might ship Johnny and Dutch in that way. At least they finally have a visual of it, I guess. So, Right. You know? But then I also have mixed feelings about it because this does, like, this is an alternate. Yeah. This is the thing that is wrong, essentially. I'm sorry, Dutch and Johnny shippers. I don't mean that the shipping is wrong. I just mean that... This is a signal that something is wrong because this is not how things have been. Yeah, yeah. And so it's going to be weird to see it this way. Yeah, like I said, I, I my brain is very confused. It's like uh, it's interesting to see it, and I kind of I like the chemistry of it. You know, it's it's, it's still Dutch and Johnny in that sense of uh, how much they love each other. It's just interesting to see it go one little step further. To, right. Yeah. And yeah, it, I think that'll be fun to explore for a little bit while we're still in this different universe. But what about Devin? I mean, he's still a killjoy, but does he have a warrant out on his own 
son and does he even know who Jack is? Well, he doesn't seem to. Yeah. But I did notice it's a level two warrant, which oh, really? I believe is like a like a an uh, escorting a person or mm-hmm. retrieving a person or something. Yeah, I was wondering what level. I was like, please don't let it be five. No, no, I'm pretty sure it said two. Okay, good. But so does the lady know who Jack is now? And how, what, what role well, she he knew before. Play? Yeah. I don't know. But so how will Jack figure in the future? Will he be a part of stopping the lady? Do you think? I mean, since presumably the lady has sent Davin after Jack, that does seem likely that mm-hmm. Jack is either a threat or something she wants. I don't know. Cause that was, that was the, thing right was anila figured out how to make jack exist so presumably the lady wants him for Mm. some specific purpose but yes it does seem possible that jack may hold the key somehow to stopping her well she could either want to destroy him or use his abilities for herself you know what how he was able to kind of like anticipate the attack on Dutch and things like that, whatever abilities he has, the lady might find useful just to use for nefarious purposes. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if Jack will somehow be able to restore everyone's memories. Ah, uh, yeah. Hmm. <sighs> How would that work, though? I don't know. This is going to be really interesting, and I'm sure it'll be done in a way that other shows haven't done, or just a twist, like, of how Killjoy's role quote-unquote, reset their universe, hopefully. So, (laughs) I had a thought during this whole process. I was like, as long as nothing happens to Lucy, and she still exists, and still has her snarkiness, I'm fine. That is a good question. Where is Lucy? Yeah. I actually have a lot of questions about where where are certain characters, and, you know, Mm -hmm. what are their lives like now, but I suppose we'll have to wait till season five to find out. Yeah. Oh, another question I did have... Mm-hmm. How long do we think things have been going on like this? Because it's clear some uh, time yeah. has passed. Yeah, yeah. Which they also mention in that interview with Adam Barkin. But, uh, like, you saw Turin's hair. It had yeah. grown. <laughs> That's right. That looks like at least a few months worth of growth to me. For that marvelous hair? Yeah, it doesn't take long. At, but at the very least. Yeah. So we got some feedback from some listeners. Lauren said, the season finale of Killjoys was so heartbreaking. I don't want to live in a world where Davin and John don't know each other. I don't want to wait a year for the new season. Yes, agreed on all points. Mm-hmm. And then Denise also sent us some feedback. Thought, I wonder how they're going to handle the lady slash VR experience they've been living for however long, which is a question in and of itself. Are people going to choose the life of memories, thoughts, and desires patched together by the lady in the memory? Season 5 theory. Has season 1 through 4 been one big fat retelling of Klein's stories and season 5 is the reality that they've always been controlled by the Green and the Lady, but yet the Lady and Klein are still battling it out via his stories? I Mm. I don't think so. (laughs) That's an interesting theory, but I I don't think there's a narrative basis for it. Oh boy, I hope not. (laughs) Because shows have done that before, haven't they? I mean, there there has been stuff like that. I don't know if it's been... Like, the entire first four seasons of this story have been a lie, but yeah, I think there have been things that where they've, you know, mm-hmm. reset it's things, like, 
Yeah. 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 The, it's yeah. all a dream thing. You're right. Denise continues, observations. I love how the lady is a Johnny slash Dutch shipper. That's just <laughs> too funny. I was fascinated at Anila's recognition of Pri. She was so intrigued by Emma. That was cute. My heart went out to Anila when she was told she had a son who was alive and kicking. You could see the emotions cascade across her face. All I could think about was what would Delsea think slash do throughout the entire episode as Team Awesome Force worked to get Anila out of the green. She's going to be pissed. This is true. But I think there is a 100% certainty of that. <laughs> yeah. But then again, where is Delsea in this new reality? Is she even there? And is Anila in this I mean, new reality? Presumably everybody's still there, just in probably a different capacity. Mm -hmm. Or well, maybe, maybe a di different capacity. I don't know that there's evidence to suggest that everybody is there in a different capacity, but. Yeah. What about Anila? Do you think she's there or is she still stuck in the green? <sighs> that is a good question. I suspect still stuck in the green. Yeah, because the less doppelgangers you have running around, the better. To kind of go, hey, something's wrong with this universe. If you see someone who looks like you. That's true. Unless the, unless the lady set her up as Dutch's twin sister. Exactly. Who? If, uh, otherwise, it would be like, wait, why do we have the same face? And that would set off the whole, <laughs> whole chain of events again. That'd be too much of a big red herring. So yeah, I get the feeling she's still in the green. But does the green even exist? Is it gone with a spore having been released? Or is it just that... I don't know, Annie. <laughs> or is it just that, you know, the green itself is gone? The method of getting in and out of the green, the green pools are gone. So, but oh, does wait. the... wait, wait, What? Correct me if I'm wrong. Klein said that he designed that spore for that particular green pool, right? Because there are different yeah. networks of the green. Mm -hmm. Right? <laughs> but is the green all still networked? To where if you kill that one pool, will all of them die or just that one pool? But remember, he traced the one that was communicating to Anila. I don't know. Yeah. Is the is the short answer. Rewatch. <laughs> Annie needs a, a rewatch, a series rewatch at this point. That's what I can do in between seasons four and five. Oh, I hope season five we don't have to wait that long for. Oh, God, please let there not be mega hiatus for season five. <sighs> I hope. I hope. I hope. Well, this is, I mean, it's, I feel like, you know, a little heartbroken because as season four is wrapping up, they're just done finishing shooting season five and wrapping up the series. So I'm like, oh, I feel like. They had their series wrap party. There were cute pictures. I know. On Twitter. And I was just like, oh, I can't believe they're done. I looked at them and cried a little. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Me too. So. Got a little choked up. <sighs> but yeah. While a series we rewatch is an excellent idea, I don't know that it's going to help answer this question about Anila, though. It's not going to make me any less confused. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it might. <laughs> it might. It might. Yeah, but I, yeah, now that I think about it, I'm like, I think she's still stuck somewhere, wherever that is. But do you think- I'm we'll sure she is, but I, I guess- Here's part of a thing, too, right? Is if they do find more green, they could theoretically input their memories into this green and pull Anila out of that. If they remember her in the first place. Right. I mean, this is this is based on them getting their memories back. Yep. This is true. 
Well, here's the thing. I mean, can't they just get a bunch of more Holland and slit them open and make another green pool? Presumably the spore has prevented that from happening. Okay. Because the Holland, it sounds like, were created by the lady. Mm-hmm. Because I think it was all of the green that was connected to the lady that is no longer green. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to get more green. Yeah. This the show keeps pulling stuff, I was going to say out of nowhere, but it's not really out of nowhere. It's out of a place that makes sense that you just didn't ever see coming. <laughs> yeah, because the writing team is smarter than I am. So, <laughs> but- <laughs> Well, they're just thinking about everything differently than conventional storytelling, which, again, which I'm into. Awesome. Yes. I like it. Team Awesome Force is not just on screen, you know. It's in that writer's room. This is true. Yeah. This is very true. If you're listening, any of you, we love you. Thank you. Yes, we love you. I just I just feel so, I don't know why, I feel emotional for them on their behalf that they're done. And we still have, and emotional on my behalf as a viewer, because we still have to wait so long to see season five. I know. <sighs> Well, we would love to hear your thoughts about this episode of Killjoys. I know you have some. You can send those to us at killjoys at askgenretv.com. We love getting voice messages. You can send those to us in a couple of ways. You can record a voice memo on your smartphone and email it to us, or call our listener voicemail line at 972-514-7223. Follow us on Twitter or Tumblr at Killjoys Podcast. We're still doing the giveaway. If you would like a Feminist Killjoy sticker, send us your feedback. Send us a place to send the the sticker, and uh, I will make that happen. The Quad is part of the Ask Genre TV family of podcasts. To find our other podcasts about Lost Girl, Orphan Black, and other shows, visit our website at askgenretv.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the Quad, and we'll see you for Season 5. Bye!